Good Love morning. Radio. Good morning and welcome to Be Happy Now. My name is Tamara Small and I am your host and I'm coming to you live from San Diego, California. California excuse me. Thanks for joining me this morning. It's been quite a while since I've done a show, so I'm excited to be back. Um, if you do want to call into the show and get some free career advice, you can do so. The number is 929-477-3770. That's 929-477-3770, and you can get some free career advice. So today we are talking about company or job title. Which comes first in your job search? And many people currently are either unemployed or looking for a new job or possibly recent graduates from a university or college. And when you, so when I, if I asked you, you know, if you were going to look for a job, where would you look first? And I bet many of you would say, career builder or monster, indeed. And you would name a number of online resources or online job search or job boards that would you first go to in order to look for your next job. And I'd say, yeah, you can do that. But I want to let you know that about 80% of jobs available are never advertised. That means when you're going onto those job boards like everyone else, you're only seeing about 20% of the jobs that are that are available to you. So you're missing out on a huge, huge um, piece of, of jobs that may be a good fit for you. But there are a few things, no matter if you're looking for a job in, in, on job boards or if you're going to do the way that I'm going to talk about today, I'm going to switch it up a little bit. There are a few things you want to do no matter what. And first, let's get a clear understanding of, of a clear picture of your strength, your education, along with your must-haves for your next job employer. Now, there are many ways you can do that. You can ask a, a trusted friend or significant other to, to, ask, to think about, what do you know that I do well? What would you come to me for? What do you see are some of my strengths? You can take online assessments. You Google free online assessments. You can find those. Or if you have a, a a local workforce one, or if you're alumni of a, of a university, many times you can you can pay a small fee and take an assessment there. And there's also tons of books you can read that will provide you, like, what color is my parachute? And there's a few others, what can I do with my major, that you can check out and do some self-assessment. Because what you want to find out is you want to create an idea of who you are, where you want to go, and what are your goals? Because if you don't know who you are, what, what your interests, what your must-haves, so do you need a job that's nine to five because you need to take care of your children at night? Or do you need to work late nights because you want to be there for your children during the day? Or uh, are you not a morning person? Do so you prefer to work a, an evening shift? So think about those must-haves. Is there a particular city you must be in or you only want to be in that city? So this can narrow down your search and rule out all those other jobs that you find on a, online and in Indeed or one of the other um, one of the other places that you look. Now you might say, "Okay, Tamara, I know where I want to go. Now I'm going to go online and I'm going to search for jobs." And you can do that. But first, I'd say 
well, you need to create a resume. If you don't already have one, you'd want to create a resume, and you want to, you would want to emphasize the strengths, the skills, and in the areas you've learned about yourself and your self-assessment, you want to create a strong resume. But before you go and throw that resume online, I'd recommend that you think about companies. Because I don't know if you understand, um, every company has its own, many of you probably do understand, many companies have their own culture. If you think about Google, you think about GE, you think about Procter & Gamble, Coca-Cola, Apple, they all have this brand. And if you go work there, it's going to be very different. So even if you take schools, if you're a teacher, if you teach at a school in, let's say, Indiana versus a school in New Mexico or a school in California, you could be a third-grade teacher in each of those cities and states, but it's going to be very different. And this contributes to many people's longevity at a company, their job satisfaction, and also whether they would succeed or fail. There are times where, where managers or hiring, hiring managers, directors will, will try to recruit somebody who has skills that their current team doesn't have. And, and that's a great idea in theory. And they bring somebody in who's not like anyone else in the team. But if they're so out of the box, they may not thrive in that environment. They may be seen as an outsider. They may not be seen as they're doing things like we normally do to them. Because whether they're spoken or unspoken, Every company has rules in what they do. So instead of searching for jobs online with a career title and searching teachers or searching coordinators or directors, I'd recommend you first look at companies. So if you know what your must-haves are, you know your skills, you know your strengths, and, and hopefully you've narrowed down some cities that you'd like to work, you can search for different companies. And this will create a more effective and efficient job search. Now, you might say, well, how do I search for a company? Well, one, you can speak to your friends and find out where your friends and family and acquaintances work. Find out if they're happy with their company. Find out about their company culture. If they think they could see you fitting into that company culture. Many recruiters say that referrals for a job are some of the best um, candidates when they're, when they're doing hiring. You can also use LinkedIn and search for companies using LinkedIn and find companies in your, in your area or in the areas you hope to work. You can attend or visit your Chamber of Commerce in the city that you hope to work or your current city. You can do something as simple as conducting a Google search. And you could Google search top companies, let's say I'm in San Diego, top companies in San Diego, and Qualcomm's going to come up. Um, a script, uh, script clinic will come up, and there's certain companies that are going to come up. You can also go to your local library or go to your online um, resources and look at Reference USA or Merchant. These are two great online databases, and they will allow you to filter companies based on industry, based on size, based on their um, profit. So if you know, okay, I don't want to work for a giant company, but I don't want to work for a small business. Maybe I want to work for a medium size. You can put a medium size. Say, if I, I want to work in, in the um, gas and electric industry, so you can put that. And it'll come up with a list, and you can even download it to Excel. And this can become your, your target list of searching for your next company. 
So what I recommend is that you try to come up with a list of maybe five employers, five to ten, maybe start with ten, and then you can narrow it down. And come up with five to ten employers that you'd like to research and see if you'd be a good cultural fit for them, and then also to see if they have jobs that would be of interest. Because you might find a company that you'd fit really well in. Let's say Google. You say, oh, I've read all about Google. I heard they're a top employer in the nation. And I'd really love to work there, but you don't have any IT skills or skills that would be relevant to positions, and that's probably going to get crossed off your list. So you want to find not only is it a company that's cultural fit, but you also want to know is it um, do they have jobs that would be good for me? Now I want to remind you also that found through networking. And remember, only 20% of jobs are advertised. So once you have this list of this company that you're going to target, you're going to want to try to get to know people in that organization. Because if you're only then looking at the online job boards for this particular company or only going to that company website, you're missing out, you're missing out on possibly 80% of jobs that the company never, never advertised. Many times what I hear hiring managers say is, hey, I've got an opening coming up. Who do you know? I'm looking for somebody. And they want to take somebody that has been a referral because they feel that's more trusted than just looking at resumes that have been uploaded from their online job board. And you can do this, again, by starting with family, friends, and acquaintances. Once you have this list of companies, let's say I was in, if I'm in San Diego, I wanted to work at Qualcomm, say, hey, do you know anybody who works at Qualcomm? I'm interested in working there. I really like the company. So I think it would be a good cultural fit. I want to get to know a little bit more about it. You can also try to conduct some informational interviews. Some of you may know what this is. Others of you may not. This is where you, you interview somebody and ask them how they, how they entered into that job, what they like about the organization. They can give you strategies on, on how you, too, could get a job there. So it's getting inside information, and you can also find out about their culture. Because you can read about what the company puts online about their culture, but to truly understand the culture of a company, you want to ask people who have worked there or who are currently working there. LinkedIn is also a great place to find the people that work there. When I was transitioning from Indiana to San Diego, I used my Indiana contacts to try to find who they knew in San Diego. And you don't want to discount the people that refer you to different places. I had an individual refer me to a psychology professor. I didn't want to go into psychology, but I wanted to work at a university. So my professor in Indiana referred me to a psychology professor that he knew here in San Diego. I then did an informational interview with that individual, and then a late, three, six months down the road, a position opened up. They said, hey, would you mind um, sending my resume over? And he did, and I got an interview. So... Don't, don't discount your network. Meet with as many people. The, the goal is to meet as many people face-to-face -face or over the phone. Talk to as many people. And it can be over the phone, too. If you're too busy and you can't go and have coffee with people every single day, use the phone and pick up the phone and give people a call. So you've got your companies that you're interested in. Now you're networking and trying to find people within those companies. If you haven't already narrowed down your company from 10 to 5, I'd recommend searching for 5. And the more networking you can do with this company, the more people who know your name, 
when a position does come open down the road, who are they going to think of? They're going to think of you. Because that's what the first thing many, many employers and hiring managers do is think about, who do I know that would be a good fit for this position? Who do I know that would fit well with this organization? If you did an informational interview with them three months earlier, you may be the first person that comes to mind. Because most hiring managers don't want to sift through hundreds of resumes. And the average job, I believe, has about 100, 150 resumes per job posting. So if you want to stand out from that 150 people, you want somebody to get your resume seen. You want the, the hiring manager to know you. And although these companies may not have current openings for you, you want to, this process isn't a quick fix. This isn't going to get you a job tomorrow. It's a possibility it could, but this is more of a long-term process that you're going to look for that ideal job, that ideal company that you're going to want to stay with for quite some time. So I will tell you, it was my experience with my current company that I've been with for four years. I had looked at the organization for about a year prior to moving to California. Well, I, I noticed them before I moved to California. The, the first year I was here, I would go to their career fairs. I would, uh, I would network with individuals who would work, on that, work there. I networked with individuals um, on LinkedIn. And I, for a year I tried. I didn't get an interview, didn't get an interview. And then one day a position opened up that was perfect for me. And I applied. And then I talked to people I knew and said, hey, I just applied this job. They say, I know some people there. Send me a resume. My resume got seen. Two weeks later, I had the job. So this is a long, this is a, a long process, but it can help you get those jobs that you truly want. And the definition of luck is when preparation meets opportunity. And you are taking the steps. If you do these steps, you're taking the steps to prepare. And once that opportunity comes about, hopefully your name is going to be one of the first names on the list. Well, now today. If you have this, I know it's a quick show. If you, have, if you want to look at other shows that I've done from the past, um, you can go to blogtalkradio.com, and it's called Be Happy Now. Again, my name is Tamara Small, your host. And definitely check out, I will have some more upcoming shows. I cover title, uh, career titles, or excuse me, topics on careers, self-help, business, um, spiritual. So I cover a variety of areas. Sometimes I'll have authors on the show to talk about their books. Um, and some spiritual experts. So I cover a variety of topics, but it's been great to talk to you today. And my name is Tamara Small. You can visit my Facebook page, Tamara Small. I hope you enjoy the rest of your Sunday, and thanks for joining me.